welcome to Letters to Our Yesterday, a podcast inspired by extraordinary women. I believe that one of the greatest strengths women have are each other. We often support, guide, encourage and inspire each other. Throughout this series, I'll be speaking to many incredible women about their life journey and together we will explore what advice they would give their younger self. Today is the final episode of Letters to Our Yesterday, and I'm speaking to my younger sister Susie again. Susie was one of my first guests when I started this podcast, and at the time she was in the process of studying to become a marriage celebrant. We chat about her journey in starting this career, and following our intuition to know when you're on the right track. Susie helps me wrap up this podcast journey with gratitude. Hi Susie, thank you for chatting to me again for the podcast. Hello, thank you for having me back. So last time we spoke, you were in the middle of studying for your um, to become a marriage celebrant, mm-hmm. and we had a little chat about like what drew you to it and all of those kinds of things. So for anyone who hasn't heard that episode, can you just tell me, tell us a little bit about and what's involved in becoming a marriage celebrant and what drew you to that as your career? Yeah, yeah. So uh, there's actually quite a bit involved. Um, You have to do a course. I chose to do my course online. Um, So there are 12 different uh, modules and you have to fill in, do assignments. You have to do, um, make sure that you're up to date with all the legal stuff. There's a lot of legal work in there. Um, And then you have to practice some ceremonies, write some ceremonies and you get assessed before you're, Uh, ticked off to go out into the wide open world and marry people and then what drew me to it so I've always I think you know I love weddings so (laughs) at all the weddings I am I'm you know some people switch off during the ceremonies I am glued I'm like oh I love I love those moments and I always thought oh that's something that you have to be old for sorry but like oh I'll do that when I retire and I thought you know what why am I waiting so I looked into it and I didn't tell anybody that I was studying I just started and I just jumped straight in yeah surprise (laughs) cool and what have you now that you've been doing it for is it a year and a half now yeah, Not around quite. well, it? yeah, it is next yeah. January. That's okay. when I was yeah oh, assessed. Wow. So yeah, nearly nearly two issues. Yeah, awesome. And what have you found um, is the best part of your job? So well, actually, first because okay. I don't think everyone knows what's involved in being a marriage. Okay, okay, yeah. What's kind of involved? So how do you um, starting with how you find your clients? How do you you know? If you had to write a career description, what would it be? Oh gosh! <laughs> oh gosh! I don't. Oh, I don't know <laughs> career description, <laughs> but I'll just start waffling on and hopefully yeah. answer the question. Okay. Um, so how I get my leads. So I, when I first started, because I really wanted to just build up, um, I created my website. I looked into a bit of advertising, but I got on an online directory and some of the leads were good and some of them were not so good, but it was all experience. And yeah. then um, I did an expo, which just exploded. It was really popular. Mm-hmm. Um, and then from there, it's been word of mouth as well, yeah. which is really good. I'm up to that stage now where I've married people and people have seen me and they recommend me so that's very exciting um and then what happens once you have a client booked in 
Okay, so then I send them some forms. So before we meet up, I want to get to know them a bit so that at our meeting, I can come prepared and come with some ideas because at our meetings, um, I like to design the ceremony mm-hmm. or make a start. So I have a couple's questions form where, yeah, <laughs> admittedly, it's a bit like an exam. I feel yeah. so sorry, but it's meant to spark ideas and get couples thinking because they really, I really don't think like a lot of couples know what's involved. Honestly, it's like a production. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, and then we make a start on the legal paperwork so and that's something else that surprises a lot of couples um just how much paperwork is involved yeah so and then at our meeting we go through the paperwork and then we start the fun part which is designing the ceremony yeah Mm, that's the fun part like writing the vows things like that oh well yeah so it's taking it's walking them through the day like what that part of the day will be like because i think a lot of couples don't actually know what's involved and so I explain what like an example would be of a standard ceremony and then we tailor it and like well how do you feel about this and when I always ask them when you think about your ceremony what what do you envision what's the feeling and how have you imagined it yeah and then we try and put that into words so when you take on each client like what's your um what's your intention for them like what do you want to bring to their day Oh, the first word that came to mind is love. Isn't that cheesy? (laughs) No, but what I love is um, I'm a firm believer in your vibe attracts your tribe. (laughs) So I've been very lucky to attract some really cool couples. And my best ceremonies are the ones where they share their story with me. And like my mission statement, I want them to feel like a friend is marrying them. So if I can make that connection with them and then put their story into words um, and yes, and share that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So everyone yeah. just leaves feeling loved up and happy. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, no. It sounds like such a good job to have. It is. Around people that are happy, best day of their life. Yeah. That kind of yeah. Awesome. It's a it's a joyful job. There's yeah. a lot of joy and happiness in it. Definitely. Yeah. And have you had a favorite wedding? it is a little bit i have had some really memorable ones and again it's where you really connect with the couples that makes a big difference like when you finish a ceremony and like you finish in a big group hug like that says something you know um and then i have to say one of the weddings that i did which was very memorable was a double wedding that i did was um sisters married their best friends and and it was just really special and because i'd met you know i'd formed a bit of a relationship with them it was just all the more special yeah so yeah double the love love, yeah so (laughs) so i think being a marriage celebrant it's one of those jobs where you know it's not your ordinary kind of job where you're sitting behind a desk you have to get Mm. up in front of people (laughs) Um, and not everyone's comfortable with that public speaking kind of thing. And even yeah. if you are, I think you still can get nervous. So how have you approached or have you had any fears around that? And if you have, how have you approached kind of tackling them? Okay. Well, I think I've had a lot of experience in the past, like with even with group fitness. So being up in front of people in and before that um, with drama. Yeah. So being up there in theatre and and presenting but yeah the nerves are real especially at the beginning um but i get nervous before every wedding oh sometimes i think now that i've done so many it's it's nerves but it's more excited it's more anticipation like 
what's happening Um, rather than oh my god what's gonna happen when I first started but I just remember what my year 12 drama teacher told me said nerves are good it means you care and you just say hello nerves and you use them so yeah yeah so luckily um luckily it's mostly now my couples who whose hands are shaking it's (laughs) not me so (laughs) so yeah you just turn it and I think what really helps is when presenting in front of people at these weddings especially when it's big ones or the worst is when I know people I know it sounds weird but I get more nervous um doing weddings where I know some of the guests (laughs) it makes me more yeah I'm way better I'm way better with strangers yeah but um to be honest they just can't the guests just fade away I don't mean that in a rude way but I call it up the front is a love bubble where it's just like what's up there the couple and me and what's happening is just like this bubble and everybody around it like you just kind of don't really notice yeah yeah oh cool and what about like did you have any fears of I mean I know because you're a personal trainer as well so you've always had your own business Mm. but going out um with something so different like this and creating you know having to find clients and doing all that did you have fears around around that like oh am I going to get enough clients how am I going to build this business that sort of thing have you yeah dealt with that absolutely because the work comes in waves so sometimes it can be super quiet and I think I'm putting out all this energy like come on book me but there could be nothing for a while but then it all comes in all at once and I feel overwhelmed I'm like oh this is too much I can't handle this so but I think as you said I've been used to this for this type of like unsteady, unsteady income and business for like yes. 12 years now. So yeah. that's, um, yeah, I've taken on another career where it's like that. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you, you do. Yeah. You just learn to cope with that. Yeah. Sort of thing. yeah. And you just keep working. You just keep, I, I think, you know that, that uh, phrase, uh, the harder I work, the luckier I get. Yes. That's what yeah. I go with. Yeah. So oh, I, I just like I just keep working, working, and yeah. you know what? What I'm working on, it, that may not result in anything, but something else will come my way. Yes. So you just keep working. Yeah, I like. It. And isn't there that quote as well? Um, luck is when hard work and fate meet, or something. Or hard work and good timing, or something meet. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Because you have to be prepared. You know, you want you're going to get the opportunity eventually but you have to have done the hard work first yeah otherwise you can't do anything with the opportunity absolutely yeah oh i like it so we spoke a little bit about like the fear of standing up in front of people which i think is a very common fear that people can relate to public speaking but on a you know a more personal level are there fears or challenges that you've had to overcome um in this particular career Yes, yes, actually, that um, some that I have faced and I feel like I've, yep, got it. Um, And others I feel like I'm still kind of working on. So one of them in particular is learning to be assertive and Mm -hmm. speaking up, both like whether it be with the couple um, or their guests or other wedding providers and really owning that section of the day. Because what I've I've been surprised about is sometimes the lack of organization in some places. And I think well, somebody has to take charge of this and, okay, that that's going to be me, which is a yeah. bit different from my personality. Yes, but I just yeah. think, no, nope, my couple are my number one priority. Yeah. I don't care if I have to be bossy. Yeah. So that's definitely one. Um, another one is my service fee and like yeah. feeling confident in my service fee, what I'm providing and not yeah. feeling guilty about what I charge, especially when I really get along well with the couple and, or if I know that they're on a tight wedding budget, it's so hard not to be like, Oh, 
then maybe I'll just yeah just have a discount don't worry I'll just do it for this one so knowing oh no this is actually my livelihood this is my business I provide a really good service I need to feel confident in it so I'm still (laughs) truly that's such a relatable one especially for people who um yeah like you know you're kind-hearted so your heart goes out to people when they're on a budget or you know and I told I remember once someone asked me to write if I could write a, their life story, yeah, and they asked me what would I charge, and, and my first answer was just like, "Oh, I'll do that for free." Oh, like, yeah. Luckily, I didn't. And it didn't work <laughs> out because it would have been thousands of hours. But I totally get that, and I think it's, yeah, it's got a lot to do with you know knowing your worth and the worth of your time. Yes. Which is, yes. You know, like you said, that's your career, that's your livelihood, and you have to charge the appropriate fee. For yeah. It, so. Well, talking about time, that's yeah. probably one that this is one that I'm still learning. Yeah. So it's learning like how to shut off because yeah. like both with the, I, I think I've got a firm grip with it with PT now. That's fine, but it's yeah. feeling like you're accessible all the time. Yes. Um, my my actual fear is that like I don't know if it's fear of success, but my fear is that I'm going to get so busy mm-hmm. that I'm going to end up hating it which I don't want because so it will take over yes mm-hmm. because there's so much people management and so much to remember yeah. you know and you need to you know make those couples feel like they're so you know they're super special I remember everything about them and their weddings and everything mm-hmm. and I think yeah I'm still working on a way to okay I'm not actually accessible 24 hours a day to you yeah. so and <laughs> I'm still working on that really hard when you're really passionate about your career mm-hmm. especially because you mm-hmm. want to put everything into it but that's how burnout happens, I think. Absolutely. So I hope you keep working on that. <laughs> I will because I like I want to do the best job for these yeah. people, but then at the same time, I'm like, I you can't. Take care of yourself. Yeah, yeah, I can't listen to anyone. Like, my my brain fine. can't handle anymore at the moment. Absolutely. That, yes. You have to like kind of create those hours for yourself, don't you? Yes. So I am still working on that, but yeah. that's definitely something. Uh, those things that I've I've been facing and working yes. on. And then, so I know another project you've been working on, you've been working on it for a while, is um, the Bride book. Mm. So tell me, or tell the listeners a little bit about that and what that can do for brides and why you created it. Yeah, so it's called uh, Body Transformations for Brides on a Budget. Mm. And I kind of refer to it as like the bridal Bible. (laughs) So I created it because from all my years of PTing, I've trained heaps of brides. And so I knew how to train them and I knew what stresses they had and kind of what was involved in the day. And then with being a celebrant, um, uh, again, that just added another level of knowing what brides needed and weddings are really expensive. So I wanted to create a resource where it was just everything all in one. So you can have your, your fitness programs, your nutrition, but also how to choose a dress. What's your body type, how to make the most out of your wedding photography. Do you know what I mean? Hair, beauty, all that. I just wanted it all in one resource. So the bride could get it and be like, yep, I got this. Like I can tick it off. I'm in control. I'm saving money. (laughs) So yeah. So kind Mm -hmm. of the support material. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Awesome. And do you, because you've done these different kind of things, like so with the personal training and then moving into being a celebrant and working on the book, do you ever feel like, how do you know which path to kind of stay on? What do you, because I talk a lot of, I've talked to a lot of guests about intuition and listening to intuition and Mm. knowing when something feels right. What's been your experience with that? Well, I think with 
the celebrant especially mm. it just felt very it, and it feels really natural yeah. I feel like I don't want to like blow up like wind up myself or whatever yeah. but <laughs> but um I feel like I'm good at it yes. you know I feel like I can really connect and um would you say like that's um like a purpose do you feel like a strong purpose in that role yeah that's your life path to do something like this yeah well I think my life path I'm meant to do a few things like I don't think I'm really destined to do one thing I think like I'm always looking for (laughs) I'm always doing lots of things and growing and exploring and a lot of those skills and and things about it flow into one another so yeah sorry did I answer the question I don't know if I did (laughs) did I It felt right. It feels right. And I think that's intuition. Because intuition can be really, I think when you're not in aligned with it or you're not listening to Mm. it well, it's a really hard thing to explain or to understand. Yeah. Because you get, you know, you want to do something, but you get all these little questions like, should I really be doing that? Should I not? And that's when you're not really aligned with your intuition. Mm. But like you just explained, like it just feels right. You feel like you're good at it. It feels like it's right for you. I think that is listening to your intuition. Well, I want to throw that back on you, (laughs) Karen. Let's talk about you with your podcasts. Okay, yes. So I know... For listeners, this is... Here's your last last one. Yeah, it is. And I think, um, yeah, like it was totally listening to my intuition. Like I've had... I've been doing the podcast, I think, for about a year and a half or so. And... um, yeah it's come in waves so I've been really excited by it and can find heaps of people to interview really easily and feel really energetic about it and then I've had times where I haven't been putting as much effort into it um and then just recently it just feels like okay I think that's done now it just feels like it's um it's had its journey and it's time to finish it off yeah what have you learned from doing this podcast I oh my gosh I've learned so much I think the most in, the most valuable thing I've learned or read or been reminded of is that everyone has a story like there is no one in this world that doesn't have their own interesting story and their own belief system and everything they've gone through in their life it's like all these little pieces of a puzzle that have put them together to where they are now mm-hmm. and that um yeah there's just it's like you know that thing where you're peeling an onion there's so many layers to people and I just love when I go into an interview and a lot of my interviews are with people I have never met before Mm. so I don't know a lot about them at all and I'm learning as I'm asking them questions and yeah I'm always surprised by answers by listening to them though it sounds like you connect like it sounds like you do know them you really connect really well (laughs) I think I'm just so and you know that's part of being a writer as well I'm so interested in people's stories I could just sit and listen forever to people telling me about their life and and how they get to where they are so I'm very interested in that so yeah it's been um, inspiring as just as a person and learning about different women and um, the inspiring stories of so many different women but also it's been really good as a writer to get behind um, to hear other people's stories and it's definitely inspired characters and all sorts of things so yeah. well yeah. speaking speaking about your writing are you gonna are you gonna share what you're doing next what are you focusing on next well now I am I have a second book 
um, which is with my agent now. So it doesn't, it's just got a working title, doesn't have a real title yet. So hopefully that will get um, placed with a publisher pretty soon. And then in the meantime, I'm working on a third book. Oh my God. Yeah. So very busy. And that's where it feels like my focus is going at the moment definitely to my right yeah yeah oh i'm not even allowed to read the second one and you're already working no, on the third i can't yeah. wait for the second one though oh i know i'm okay. very excited about it <laughs> and um yeah so thank you so much for being my last guest oh, on the well if, on the if i can cut you off for a second i'd okay. like to say something okay so i'm part of myself and on behalf of the listeners, I'd like to say thank you for creating this podcast series. It's been such a source of inspiration. I know sometimes I listen to these incredible ladies and I feel like, oh, I need to up my game. Oh, my goodness. But it's always so interesting and uplifting and it makes you want to strive. So I just want to say thank you. You are an incredible woman, Karen. Oh, thank you. That's so, so sweet. From a listener. <laughs> thank you so much. It has been so nice when people tell me that they've listened to episodes and been inspired by the women that I've interviewed like I find that really fulfilling to know that I've been able to share some really incredible women's stories and who knows the ripple on effect of how that inspires people so I love it and I think you will I think there will be a ripple on effect because as I said it's very inspiring so thank you thank you for finding these women and sharing their stories thank you and thank you Susie for chatting to me before we go, Susie, can you just tell listeners um, where they can get in touch with you? Because you never know who's listening. They might be getting married or know someone who's getting married or need that um, bridal support book. So where can they find out more about you? Absolutely. And please do contact me. So the best way is my website. It has all my information about me, how to contact me, um, and explains the process. So it's at www.susiecrozier.com. Perfect. Alright, thank you. Thank you. I want to thank all of the beautiful women who shared part of their story, along with their letter to their younger self on this podcast. It's been such an honour to interview you all, and I've learned so much. I'm full of gratitude also to every listener for tuning in to hear their inspiring stories. I'm sending you all light and love and best wishes for your lives always. If you want to continue to follow my journey, which is focused on my writing for now, drop by my website, karensepulveda.com. Bye for now.